Good morning and welcome to Killabeard Talks, where this morning we are going to be talking about cars. I know we've been a little bit all over the place, but since I'm in my car and I'm driving to work, I thought, you know what? What a perfect day. But no, just cars are a passion of mine. They've always been one. I know that a lot of people will... Uh, say they they started liking certain cars at certain times because of certain movies and Fast and Furious and all that good stuff, but I'm an older guy and I have been liking cars since I was a little kid. Had all the Hot Wheels, um, Matchbox cars, I had the mini micro Hot Wheels cars and the tracks and all these little crazy things at racetracks, train tracks, all kinds of stuff. Uh, but my, as a kid, I was into the American muscle side of things because my father liked American muscle. Um... So I always liked the older, uh, cor uh, the older cor Corvettes and some of the Camaros, like the old Stingray, um, stuff of that nature. And as I got older, started playing video games, started making my own ideas of the things I liked, becoming my own individual person, I started to like the imports. And this was well before even the Fast and the Furious was out. My all-time number one favorite vehicle, like my, as they say in the Gone in 60 Seconds, like my unicorn, that one car you just want, it's unobtainable, you can't control it, it's yours, but you can't get your hands on it, was always an R. 32 or an R34, and for those of you that don't know, that is a Nissan Skyline, only made in Japan. Um, you can get them in places like Australia, Japan, all those places over the over the big water pond there. You can't get them here in America. I always liked that you drove on the wrong side of the road. Always liked that, uh, or wrong side of the road. Wrong side of the car. I like that they were turboed. I like the body styling and designs. Um, just the body lines just spoke to me. And I loved it. And I was like, you know what? One day I'm going to have one. Well, I soon realized in life that I was never going to be a bajillionaire. <laughs> And I say it that way because you're buying a vehicle nowadays that is 20 plus years old for 20 plus thousand. Now, you can find certain ones for somewhere in the teens, but still, that's an exuberant amount of money to pay for something that just 
as I've grown up and gotten older and I don't know if I'd say smarter or wiser, but you know, learned a few things, it's just not worth it. So as I slowly started to twist and turn my mindset and think about the here, the now, in the moment kind of thing, I, uh, I've been through a few cars in my life, trucks, cars, vans, I've had a little bit of everything. Um, let's see, I've had a Nissan 240SX, it was a 95 SR20 swap, uh, full suspension exhaust, all those bells and whistles, it was uh, pearl white, beautiful car when it was clean, but when it was dirty, it was dirty. Um, I've had an, an Audi A4, uh, Chevy S10, four-wheel drive, uh, Vortec engine, I've had Astro Van, a Malibu, Nissan Xterra supercharged, fully loaded, um, let's see here, a Chevy, uh, 2500 HD with the Duramax, um, Traded that in. I got a 20. I'm trying to think now. I think it was a 2018 um, BRZ performance package. The whole nine. That thing was fun. That was like I got that car because it was a super good deal. I liked the look of it. Um, the deal I got on it was just crazy. Bought it new. Um, way under what it was worth and drove it around for a while, about two years. Hardly put any miles on it because I have a family and it's hard to fit a family of three in a two-door car when your son is as tall as you are. And I'm six foot four. My son at the time was not quite as tall as me, but pretty darn close. And now he's as tall as me. So, I ended up one day, I got a uh, the registration notice in the mail, and it told me what the car was worth, and I was like, you know what, it's worth this much, I wonder if I could trade it in or sell it and, you know, get a good return, and sure enough, I did, and I went to the Subaru dealer, and I was like, I want a WRX, they're like, alright, well, let's see what we can do, and, you know, I've made some crazy decisions in my life, financially, as time has went by. So I've not quite been able to just be one of those people that just goes out and buys a extremely nice vehicle. Uh, so I wasn't able to obtain the STI, which was always another one of my uh, cars that I wanted. But I got a WRX, got a base model. Uh, brand new, 2020. Uh, loved it. It was fun to drive in the summer. Um, handles well in the winter. Just, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, <coughs> man, oh man. Uh, enjoyed driving it. It's four-door. Plenty of room for the family. The son enjoys riding driving and riding in it, um, going places in it, 
he likes the look of it. His friends like the look of it. So, you know, he's like, yeah, dad, you need to keep this. Well, in the summertime, when it's just me in the car, I roll around with the windows down. I like the windows down. I like the air. I just, I like that. I don't know. I like that. Well, for my wife, she likes the AC. And so I run, I, I run the AC for her when we're going places and she's riding with me. And I begin to notice that the two liter turbo engine that's in this thing, the FA engine to be uh, correct, is lacking when you run the AC. Any other time, great engine. But if you turn the AC on, puts too much of a stress on the engine and it just, it can't handle it. Just cannot handle it. And the power just falls on its face. As it is, the factory tune is already horrendous. So it, it just, yeah, it just wasn't good. So I tuned the car, made it a little bit better, uh, a little more power, got rid of the horrible torque curve and all that stuff from the factory, uh, put an exhaust on it, you know, had fun with it. And then in November, I began to think to myself, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want this car anymore. Plus, it's a, a manual. I live in the city. I'm tired of shifting gears and traffic and all that jazz. And I'm like, I want something a little higher up, too. My wife had just gotten a SUV and a midsize SUV, nothing huge. And I was like, you know what? I like sitting up this high. I think I could, I think I could do this more often. Because as many of you know, cars sit low. And I sit comfortably in the car. It, getting in and out is not as comfortable as I would hope or like, but that's, you know, neither here nor there. Um, but I just want to be higher up. I want to be able to have more options to maybe do things in the future, um, go places, do things, camp in it, take it out on the beach, uh, different things of that nature. And I'm like, what? What can I get? So I started looking around and I decided I wanted to get a Jeep Wrangler Rubicon. Well, since Ford has brought out the Bronco and they have a tire package called the Sasquatch package, it gives you 35 inch tires, uh, beadlock capable wheels. It gives you some some lift and some little other bells and whistles and I don't really know all the ins and the outs of what the Sasquatch package gives the uh, Ford Bronco but it became a contender for Jeep Jeep's like oh I gotta I gotta step my game up we, we got we got this contender and they're coming in hot I'm like oh, okay so I get to looking and I find out that now Jeep has a 35 inch tire package it's called the extreme recon and i'm like oh all right you got you got my attention now like this this 
I like this. And I get to looking, and um, I end up going to the dealer back in November. Ordered me up a Sarge Green hard top with the Freedom top. So it's basically the rear seats back are covered by a hard top, and then the driver and passenger seats are covered by panels that can come off, and they call it the Freedom top. And so I got that. It's three-piece hardtop. I got it in black, though. I didn't get it color matched. Now, I did get the fenders color matched. I got steel bumpers. I got that 35-inch tire package, which comes with uh, better front axles and uh, front end. Comes with um, upgraded gears for the bigger wheels and tires. Um inch and a half lift just a few extra beefy things that most people do almost I mean almost damn near instantly when they buy one and I'm like you know what I don't want to void the warranty right out the gate plus I can get all this into a package from the dealer still have the warranty so I did it I pulled the trigger, I ordered it, it's been built, it's sitting at the factory waiting to be shipped out, hopefully in the next, I don't know, week or two, I'll have, I'll get rid of this uh, WRX that I'm driving currently and have that to drive around and uh, have some fun in it. I've got some plans for like uh, a winch. You know, I'll probably throw some toe straps and stuff in it just in case. You never know. Somebody's stuck in the snow if we get any snow. We don't get a lot of snow here. Um, just things of that nature. And it's, I guess the talk this morning was just, I've been thinking like how my, the older I've gotten, how my perspective on vehicles has changed, how my uh, thoughts and aspirations have changed over the years for vehicles like I've I, even when I had my trucks and my van my work van and all that stuff I always wanted a car that would go fast and was cool to look at and now I'm getting to the point where it's like I don't I don't necessarily I don't you know not going to say that I won't miss having that get up and go, hit the throttle and the, the car just goes. It's more, now I'm just, I, I want something higher up. I want something a little bigger, uh, a little fun to take out. You know, the family and I want to go on a little uh, cruise down the road and, you know, oh, I'm here at this spot where I can go off road. Hey, let's go take this little drive through the woods here or whatever. Not that we have that here, but you never know where you'll end up in life. And boom, there we go. I could do it. Well, in the WRX, I can't do that. I'm literally confined to the pavement. I am confined to the roads only that are cement and all that. And maybe, just maybe, I want to do different things. I don't know. 
but and no one's to say that later on in life I have my Wrangler, but then I also buy something that's not new, but little peppy fun car or something that might happen. I don't, I don't know. I don't never turn down a, an opportunity that might be an opportunity to, uh, you know, buy something and later on trade it or make money on it or whatever the case may be. But when I bought the WRX, I got a really good deal on it because I had the BRZ that I had so few miles on. Um, and it was such a car that they knew they could sell. So they, they, they give me a good deal on it. And now this with the market and stuff, the way it is, if the market stays where it's at, I'm going to be positive by quite a bit, quite a, quite a bit. And so it was like, you know, it's finally things that were out of my reach have finally, hopefully come into my reach. You know, obviously I haven't put pen to paper and I haven't uh, taken ownership of the new vehicle and a lot could happen between now and then. I could, you know, who knows? Anything's possible, but just always be open to new ideas, new thoughts, new things. Um, I'll be honest, I never thought that I would go this route with a vehicle. Um, oh, another car I had and I forgot to mention was a 88 Toyota Supra. Like everything I've had has always been in some aspect for the most part, big motor and fat oh, motor and fast. Um, so I just, you know, Always keep your mind open to new adventures, new possibilities, because you never know where life's going to take you. Hell, I didn't know that I would be where I am in life, and that is for another talk. I can't, I can't give all my eggs out at once. I gotta have more to bring you all back in. But these are just things that I, I think about. It's like, oh wow, you know, I started out with this and here I am now with these possibilities and it's like, oh my goodness, like life has a weird, weird way of changing a person as time goes on and your ideas and thoughts and all that stuff change, but just be flexible with your ideas in life because you never know. You don't want to pass up a good opportunity just because, well, it's not what you normally did or do. So, just ideas, thoughts. Now, I hope to hear from you all. Send me a voice message. Um, tell me, tell me what your dream car or truck or whatever your dream vehicle was. I'm curious to hear what people's dream cars were as a kid what they drive now, what they plan on maybe getting in the future so that they can make it obtainable. Um, or just send me a voice message uh, and tell me the list of cars you've had in your life. 
because not everybody has them special cars that uh, they want or that one car that's like their unicorn um, kind of deal. So just keep that in mind and we shall see what we get in life. But, alright guys, I do appreciate you listening and hanging out with us. Sorry I was quiet there a moment. I was backing into a parking space. Um, I have arrived at work. So, I'm going to sign off here. Get inside, get my work day done. And, uh, just want to say thank you all for the support. And know that you all are awesome. And just remember, when you look in the mirror... Tell yourself, I'm awesome. This is Killabeard signing out with Killabeard Talks. Catch you all on the flip side. Have a good one.